Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Four Times in a Podcast. Just before we get on with the show, just want to thank our pals at Beer 52 for helping us out again this season. Over at Beer 52, they're offering you a free case of eight craft beers. All you need to do is go to our special link, which is beer52.com forward slash Tim's, and you cover the postage and they'll send you a free case of beer. Beer 52, if you don't know, if you're new to the show, is the biggest beer club in the world and every month they send their members a case of beer from a different part of the world. All Four years have had plenty of beer from them and we definitely approve of it. So far, members Beer 52 have experienced beers from 40 different countries, which really is worldwide. It's across all five continents. And there's pale ales to stouts as well. Whatever you're into, you'll probably get, get it in your box. And they are also the UK's number one beer club. But don't worry if dark beer's not your thing. You can choose the light-only case. And also included, you'll get a magazine which is ferment magazine and you'll get some snacks in it way as well and after all that if you if you've tried it and it's not for you then you can simply pause or cancel being a member at any time so just remember go to your link it's beer52.com forward slash tims and you can claim your free case now so it's beer and then the numbers 52.com forward slash tims we'll go on with the show cheers Hello and welcome to the first four times in a podcast of the season after a league game. Anyway, you join us the night after Celtic unfurled the champions flag and dispatched Aberdeen 2-0. It was an early goal from Stephen Welsh that got the game going inside the first five minutes. And then it was about 15 minutes to go when Jota scored a spectacular outside-the-box shot that sealed all three points for the hoops. And Tony, I'll come to you first. That's it's a new season, but it seems to be Celtic still on top of the world, looking down on the rest. Aye, top of the league. 
I know Danny winds me up. I get quite panicky if you're no top of the league for the first game to the last. That's that's what I think we should always be. So it was nice. I don't think we really got a second gear yesterday. I thought we were very comfortable. I thought when we scored three minutes in that Aberdeen were in a world of trouble. Thought it was it was going to be a doing. But to be fair to them, they tried to play it for the back. They tried to play a bit. I thought they were actually okay. I just, I think it was the first game back is a, a full competitive game. And I, I thought we were okay. I don't think we were great. I think the manager even said that himself. We should have scored again with Yakimakis. Kyogo missed a good chance as well. So, solid enough performance. Fantastic goal for Jota. And I was delighted for Stephen Welsh. And you obviously see certain how many times there's, there's a transfer offer, it's swiftly rejected. And then he says that the Welsh is part of the plan. So see if he's going to contribute and help us at both ends. And that's great. It would be good if Ange can, can improve him further. I mean, he doesn't be the likes of Alston. I thought Greg Taylor had a very good game yesterday as well. So hopefully Welsh can improve. But once Starfield's fit, I think he'll be the he'll slot back in. And I'm sure Jens will play his part as well. So it was, it, was, it was great. I mean, I think you remember last season when we played Hearts and get beat the first game. The team had kind of was still thrown together. He would Scott being in goals. It was a bit of a, a mess. But then yesterday we took off, I think it was Kyogo, Hatati, and Maidan brought on Abada, Giacomacus, and Turnbull. I think that's right. I mean, that's some great depth. So it was good to see that. I mean, I think that's, that'll serve us well in the league and for the, the cup fixtures in the Champions League, having a, a squad. It's not just a squad that's full of kind of people taking up places. You're excited when Turnbull or Giacomacus or Abada's coming on because they could all be starters, so delighted for where the squad is. I thought Moy was Moy or Moe, whatever you call him, was, was fine when he came on as well. I thought it was solid. Aberdeen did really create, and Johnny Hayes had one chance just before half time that he probably should have done better with, but I thought overall we were very comfortable. And it was just great to be back. I thought the display was absolutely incredible. I mean, can he credit the, the Green Brigade enough for the displays today? They're, they're on a different planet. I thought it was extremely impressive and the, the time and effort the guys put in is just a different class and just to see it all come together, it's, it was great. They've done quite a few. I remember the one they done in 2017 for the 50th anniversary of Lisbon. It was brilliant in the 2012 Barcelona game for 125 years of the club. Again, fantastic. So, ah, it was just another great debut and obviously our last guest that Brian had on uh, Liam McGrandos was belting out grace before the game the stadium was joining in he was he was great as well so uh, it was it's just nice to be champions and to be top of the league I thought we were maybe going to get a wee favour off Livian this Saturday but I didn't quite turn out but uh, as I said previously I think it'll be a tight title race but I, I'm looking forward to it I'm just glad to have the football back I must admit kicked the ass clean out took me the bevy on the Friday Saturday and the Sunday but uh, we never stop Aye that's uh, as you say I think Sunday was a great day. I thought Celtic actually got it spot on. I thought the sort of build up, everything outside, it just felt like a bit of a party atmosphere. And then inside, as you say, Liam McGrandos, friend of the show, he was he was really good. I thought the rendition of Grace from the full crowd was right up there with like the best like you'll never walk alone in that. I thought everybody was right into it and it just really got the crowd going. And then as you say, the T4 it was Obviously, it was a they'd done a crowdfunder for it as well, so well done everybody donated to that and made it possible. And as you say, it's one one a number that has been organised by Eddie Greenbergade, and it's it was spectacular again. You, you, the thing is, you never have to play a sort of guess what it is with the groups that we're lucky enough to have at Celtic Park come up with because they're always high quality. But I even thought it was quite funny. Cause I think the sort of 
Aberdeen players and everything, everything was sort of, the flag was unfurled maybe a couple of minutes too early and then the Aberdeen players were sort of standing about while we had a full rendition of walk on and at first I thought Celtic had messed it up and played everything too quickly and too close to half four but it turned out they were two minutes early so they got to enjoy that as well and then as you say like I think I think when Welsh did score and it's another great header I know I think he had two goals last season one against Real Betis and one in the League Cup but I think Welsh has always had that about him where he's very good at attacking corners and set pieces and maybe something that he holds above like the other centre-halves I know Carter Vickers obviously scored a few goals last season but don't think anywhere where he's head and obviously Starfield's no scored yet so I think it was a great header and put into the keeper's corner so he pretty much had no chance and I hoped at that point that it would be a sort of real 4-5 or 6 because I fancied it but Aberdeen to their credit I don't think they had too much going forward but they, they didn't play terribly and I think there was a few chances in the first half, but I think maybe the one that Jota put across and the Aberdeen player sort of swiped it fresh air and Kyogo was sort of already standing there with his hands on his head. That sort of annoyed me because I think if he'd just been sort of anticipating the defender missing it, he would have had a tap in. But can't complain too much. Second half, it was it seemed like a matter of time. We, we did look like the only team that were in any sort of danger of scoring. And I think we should have had a penalty as well with the... One on Rio Hattati, I, I don't know why it's not a penalty. He seems to get the ball like, there and knock it away from the defender who then brings him down. But only a few more months until we've got VAR, which hopefully sort of sorts these decisions. But Jota, it was a moment of magic and it's what you're going to expect even more now. Like, I know he had 10 goals, 10 assists last season, but because we know how good he is, I think expectations are going to be massive this season for him. Rightly so, and it's as you say, it's exciting because you're now looking at the bench. And when the three Japanese players did come off, you were excited to see Alexa Tumble and Jack and Marcus come on. Like, and I thought he'd done good. Jack and Marcus went close a few times as well, so he'll be a bit disappointed. He's maybe not got on the score sheet, but first competitive game in two and a half months. I don't think we can have too many complaints. And sitting on top of the league, Andy, is is where we want to be. And I know. People wanted a bigger score yesterday, but if we've another 37 2 0 wins, then I don't think anybody will complain. And would you make it, Andy? Aye, as always. I mean, I was, I, I thought as well it would maybe have been more than 2 0, but you can never be disappointed when you come away with a victory. I've seen some people probably be a bit heavily critical, which I found odd, but nah, it's, you, the most important thing is the win. I thought the big feeling for me coming away for the game was you can tell we've still got another couple of gears in us, which isn't a bad feeling to come away with. First, a competitive game. I, I, I'm not really going to get dragged into it and so look too too much into it. We will improve, time goes on. Um, I thought Aberdeen had a sort of full new, well, almost felt like a full new 11, I think one or two were there last year, but they were obviously looking to try and make a mark as well and went about and sort of went in quite heavy a few times, obviously the Hitati challenge and things like that. But I said, I thought the team played, played, played really well, particularly the first half hour. I thought we looked dynamite at times. Hitati was getting in amongst it and there was a few sort of nice one-touch football happening between O'Reilly and Maeda Hitati, sort of the whole midfield, which was quite impressive. Welsh getting on the score sheets, brilliant for them, buzzing, especially scoring uh, for a corner into the box. It's something that we need, we need to sort of capitalise on a wee bit more, as you mentioned before. Carter Vickers hadn't scored one we see in Starfield had to go on the score sheet for sale yet so for a centre half to, to contribute in that way was obviously a big thing and then Yota's goal sort of speaks for itself he'd be hard pushed to find a better strike than, than that one so brilliant you see what it meant for him and then again the the strength and depth that we've got looking at the bench. As I started to say, it was a badder. Jackie Marcus, Moyer, Alston and Tom Boot came on. And, I mean, you've still got like, the likes of Burnaby, Jens and Forrest on the bench as well. 
mere players that, that really would make an impact that you would think they would make an impact in some way if they did come on the park. So all positive. I thought the atmosphere, like in terms of the start of the game, the TFO, the rendition of grace, you know, the walk alone, everything before it was, it was just about a spectacle. And obviously, it's, it's, it's things like that that we all look forward to, and we all obviously rave about, and it's just brilliant for just for the manager, the players, they all deserved it after what they done last season, and no doubt in my mind that will only add to the appetite for them to have more success. But I. Assured performance, big thing for me was the win. Get the points on the board, as Tony says, it, it's put us top of the league. So now no, it's on to the players to, to keep it that way and stay up there. Aye, definitely. And Danny, you watched it as well. Who stood it for you and what, what were your takeaways from the game yesterday? Who stood it for me? I, I, did any, I don't know if anybody stood out. I thought Welsh had a good game. Greg Taylor had a really good game. Had a really strong first 60, 65 minutes. I thought it was in danger of, there was about a 10 minute period after the first goal where if we'd have scored again, we might have scored another five or six on the day because I think Aberdeen seeds might have been doing, but I think as the boys have said, Aberdeen looked quite steady and at least try to play a bit of football. I think the couple of boys have got the two is that Macedonian boys have signed I think are pretty decent but I don't think Celtic were ever in any danger of winning the game we were really really good going forward there's plenty of options as, as we all know but some of the great some great bits of play yesterday and I thought both goals were really good I thought the, the great cross for Riley was really good either by Welsh and then the second goal was just a world for Joe he's been seems to have a dislike for Aberdeen he seems to score every time he plays against him but um, I mean it was a fantastic finish a lovely wee Swivel by the first guy and then kind of half balance just smacks it. It's an absolute screamer and I thought Celtic were really good. It wasn't great, I think. It wasn't like the peak of their powers, I don't think. I think they can do an awful lot better than that, but just the way that they played was was really good to see considering, you know, they keep a clean sheet because they've lost, I think they've lost goals and all of them, apart from Norwich, I think they're probably the only team that would score against us, but in pre-season, so to keep a clean sheet is good. I thought they defended really well. Aberdeen had a kind of 10, 15 minute spell where obviously should have scored with Johnny Hayes, but I don't think Celtic were ever really too much danger and it was good. It was a good start of the season and hopefully as the game progresses and as the season progresses and the team get more games, like if, if anything, yesterday's any go by, then some someday will take a doing off us at some point this season because the amount of openings that we had, especially in the first kind of 30 minutes, for some it was unbelievable. And you think with sharper players and, you know, more match, proper match fitness in about them, then the we'd have scored a lot more. I definitely, I think that was sort of a bit overlooked. I think we've been so used to Celtic having the qualifiers that, They've been a bit more match up by the time the league campaign sort of got going. It might take a few games for us to really get in our stride. But as you say, there was a lot of different openings we had yesterday. Tony, just just because it is the sort of only transfer news we've had, do you happy that Celtic are looking to keep a hold of Stephen Welsh? It seemed that's a few teams been in for him now, and Celtic seem quite firm that he is part of the plans. I can stand showing transfers and players staying and going. As if Ange wants a player to stay. Then I want to play this day. Fans want to me go. I want to me go. I'm just I think after the last season, it's just about kind of total faith in the manager. Hopefully that doesn't come back to bite me in the arse. But for me, it's as as simple as that. I just have total faith in the guy. I think he's shown he's very competent. I think he's a really good manager. He's got the team well drilled. You know the style. Don't want to harp on about last season too much, but what a great games in there and good performances so I look the big man thinks he can bring him, on, bring him on and that's good news for Stephen Welsh and it's hopefully going to be good news for us if we can we can have him improving and get up a level so 
I was delighted for him. I meant to ask how come you bet him to score any time. That was a, a random bet. I, I'd been saying that, but it's just what I said earlier. I think he's the only centre-half that can sort of score with his head. Like, yeah. And I'd watched a bit of Aberdeen in the League Cup, but no, I just think he's... I actually checked and like, I was surprised he'd only scored two goals last season because I thought he scored a few more. But no, I'm just always like that way if I see a Celtic defender at a high price, especially a centre-half. But cost me a fortune because I kept back in Starfelt last season, but I Welsh paid dividends yesterday. I do. I seen the tweet you'd put out about it. I thought that's a random bet. Good price, twelve to one. Because we we do usually get a lot of corners. But as I say, I'm I'm happy for uh, for Wills to stay if that's what the manager wants. He obviously he sees him in training and all that kind of stuff. I guess we don't see all that. But I think I think he's got a bit improving today. I thought Vickers was excellent yesterday. I thought Edin in the air he won. I think he's just a, another really really good player for me. But I'd like I'd like to see another couple of players. I think and she'd said in a Sky Sports interview that he was still interested in bringing more in. I think we're in his press conference this week, so maybe we could ask him before the Ross County game. I we definitely also if anybody's getting they would put the hands ahead of this County game. Then be sure to give us a tweet or a message on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Tony, I'll just come back to you as you say it is. Ross County, who we're up against on Saturday. It's a 3pm kickoff. It's one of the games again that's not going to be on the telly. I think it's because the Edinburgh Derby's on Sky this week. But what are you expecting it up at Dingwall? It's obviously, I think Ross County lost 2 1 Hearts on Saturday. And they're a bit of a change team this season. They obviously lost Regan Charles Cook, who was a top man last season. But what do you expect it last season? It was obviously the Anthony Ralston, 125th minute winner, and then we scored late on to get the second way Jota in the split last season, which was a massively important game. It was the first game of the split, we beat St Johnson 7-0 just before it. It was actually the game after Rangers beat us in the cup semi. Uh, there was a bit of pressure going into it, I think Kyogo scored a header quite early on, and then Jota sealed it, and that was really us getting close to the title. I mean, I Ross County was wonderful for his last season there. Uh, Two big games and two big wins up there. It's fucking garbage. It's not on the telly. I mean, I don't know what I pay Sky for. Fucking wasting my money. They don't put the, put the games on. You can't even... You can buy the games or anything. It's just, just really stupid. You know what Scottish football's like. It loves to cost itself money. Hence the fact that we're only got an allocation of 1400 Now the stadium will be pretty empty. But hey-ho. I'd like to think we can go up there and get a result and, and win the game. It's been... It, I didn't want to say it was tough to go because I thought the 2 0 game we could have been about 6 0 up. As much as we score a lot of goals, I still think we need to be more clinical at times. So I still think we, we missed too many chances. So ah, hopefully we can go up there and get a few goals and get back down the road with any injuries or, or any issues. I just, I, I, I'm sure, no doubt, somebody will take points off us eventually. But outside of them, I think every other team in Scotland, we, we should be beating them. Okay, I don't want to say relative ease, but I think we should be beating them over the course just due to the, the squad depth, the five subs, the style of play, the quality we've got. So um, I can give you a prediction in it as well if you want. Aye, go for it. I'll take your prediction in it. I'll go for 3-0, Jack and Marcus Hattrick. And if the Premier League kicks off this week, then Haaland to score five goals for Man City. And then Salah to score none, Kyogo to score none. That's just a wee nod to friend of the pod, Melbourne. I've got a, a charity bet on with so aye. hopefully Salah breaks his leg <laughs> back to Dingwall Andy I, I think you might be one of the lucky ones that's actually going to get a ticket to go up there are you looking forward to it and what are you expecting for the game I always get to, to go up there but as Tony mentioned I mean on paper that we really should be sort of dispatching most teams in the league with relative ease but if you look at the, the sort of two recent, most recent games up there then it, obviously it doesn't always work out that way the 2-0 game was 
fairly straightforward for us, but in the two one game, it's obviously your scoring in the ninety seventh minute or whatever it is, and it was things could have looked very different. So it's you've not got a divine right to beat any team, and you need to go and you need to turn up. They'll they'll be up for it. We all can. So I know they get beat off hearts, but for what I, for what I gathered, I think they had quite a few chances and were probably the better team in the first half. So again, a team that's early on in their season, I think they've signed a few players. They'll be looking to try and try and enforce their game plan. They'll probably take heart for the fact that they ran as close in that two-one game last year. That's this is the type of thing the teams will look to because they will be about sort of nullifying us and, and try to make it really make it a bit of a slugfest and, and force us to earn it but I'm confident going to the game looking forward to it again I think the depth we've got in the squad is is going to be massive for us just when Tony's talking about Kyogo and Jack Marcus I think we'll see Jack Marcus start this game I think you're going to see the two very much horses for courses um, this season and I can see a trip like this being the type of game the big man comes in and starts. He was unlucky to be honest when he came on and he was only on for about half an hour against Aberdeen but he had a circle of half chances and things like that so he was, he was definitely unlucky not to get a goal but I fancy him to start up there and I fancy him to score as well. But looking forward to the game going again the, the most important thing is, is get the victory. The, the performances will no doubt in my mind they'll, they'll start to come and as, as Danny said earlier once the the sort of proper match sharpness comes. I think a few teams are going to be in the end there a couple of doing, so it would be smashing if it was this weekend. Ah, you got a prediction for it? I'm going to go for 3-0 Jackie Marcus to score Maida and McGregor. Do you think that's two 3-0 predictions so far? Danny, I'll bring you in in the Ross County game as well. How would you line up for it? Andy's already alluded to the fact that he thinks that he would maybe bring in Jackie Marcus. I think David Tumble played well when he came on yesterday and one for me as well that impressed was Leo Labada. I thought he, when he came on for Maeda, he'd done well and I think it was one of Maeda's quieter games and I know it's the first game of the season but I wouldn't be surprised to see a few changes when we got to Dingwall. What are you expecting? Aye, I think he'll make at least three. I think he'll probably play Kyogo though. I think Kyogo, Kyogo scored the last time up there so I think he'll start with him again. I think he'll play Abada and Jota. I think Maeda will be on the bench and I think O'Reilly and Hattati might sit down for Turnbull and Moy. I wouldn't be surprised to see David Moy get a game. I think Turnbull started. Turnbull's impressed me. I thought he looked really, really sharp when he came on. But it's going to be a tough game. You know, Ross County went down to Hearts at the weekend and it'll be their first home game of the season. They'll be looking to impress us against Celtic. Because, you know, I know we beat them every time we played them last year, but they were a tricky team to play against, especially that Tony Ralston like winner. But even the game in April, they were quite tricky. So looking for looking forward to it because as the season started again, I just can't wait to Celtic play again. I hope it's I hope it's another good <laughs> another good victory. But I'm expecting a tough game. Ross County have been you know whether you like Malky McCarry or no, he's a bit of a dick, but he has made them a decent team. Um, still remains to be seen what they'll be like without the boy Charles Cook. Though I know he's away now, so I've also lost that threat. But that'll be a tough game. But I think Celtic will. will hopefully keep the good momentum that we've got at the start of the season and just go on a winning run. I, I, th- I think it'll be a tough game. I think it's one of the type of places where you very rarely get us going up there and scoring a barrel load of goals. I think the last time we did was maybe that one in the 10 season when Duffy scored in his debut. We won 5 0. And I always laugh about that game because that's the one that people used to use for Barcass's like, sort of greatest hits because it's like the fucking when we talk about the Leverkusen game last season when they hammered us and the keeper was the best player but it was I one we won 5-0 and Barkas was 
highly credited to that day. But I, I think it'll be tough. It's, I, I'm quite glad it's a free hook kick, hopefully. I know Shay is not on the telly, of course, but it's like he's, I know, I know the players are used to playing at that time, but it does give you a few more hours in to get trained and warmed up and like get a proper meal down you and stuff and it's second game of the season so maybe it'll, that'll work in their favour and it's, it's, it's terrible that there's only 1500 way tickets been sold to through Celtic but it's, it's just one of the things it's, I think it's going to be the case off season I think a lot of clubs are cutting the allocations but no I think it'll be an impressive victory I think Celtic will just sort of motor on quietly then now I think we'll win it 3-0 and it'll be relatively comfortable. I, I think he'll go play as well. I don't I don't know if he will bring Jackie Marcus in. I think he'll maybe like he'll go start again and see how it goes. I thought thought Kyogo made a lot of intelligent runs yesterday and just wasn't sort of picked up. But I think you you want to get him up scoring as often as possible. So I had play. Kyogo and I, I think he'll go on the score sheet but I think David Tumble will come in he'll go on the score sheet as well and we'll get a third one through Josip Juranovic from the penalty spot Danny did you get a score prediction? I did not but seeing as you've all went for 3 nothing, I will go for 4 and I think Jackie Marks will come off the bench to score twice and Tumble will score and I think the first goal Greg Taylor's going to score the first goal be heard to hear first there you go. Well, people to talk about me betting Stephen Welsh. I'm sure you'll get good odds on Greg Taylor getting the first goal. I know I did in the semi final anyway. But aye, that'll do as we're just on for a wee quick catch up after Flag Day. So thank you very much for everybody that's tuning Can in. Can I just say something uh, before we go? Can I just say something quickly before we go? This is obviously the, the fourth season of pod terms or four terms, which is a bit mental. I just want to give a shout out to David S, who I think has listened and puts on his Instagram story just about every episode we've ever done. So, Davey, how you're still listening to us, tell us talk total shite, I've got no idea, but I thought we should, we should give you a shout-out. So, uh, cheers for listening. And everybody else that's listened. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's there and he's always there. God bless everyone. That's it. No, nowhere near as many people listen now than when Lennon was here. I think people just enjoyed us, get off our heads, so... Don't get- say that, Tony. We want more sponsors, fuck's sake. Oh, I sorry. We'll need to get beat, then I can get off my head and we'll get, get the sponsors rolling in. I but just a wee shout out to Davey. So, uh, you know what, I give your listener a shout out because you've managed to stay to the end of an episode. Oh, aye. Is it his location Sligo or something? Well, I, I'm sure he's listened to the end because I'm still here. My apologies for Friday because um, I was going to get pissed. Uh, I'm just sobering up, so I'll try to make sure I'm. I'm here for the end of every episode going forward, so thanks very much for listening. Bye. <laughs> Aye, thanks to Davey and to Tony's favourite critic and everybody else that's listened. I, as we say, it has, we're in our fourth season now, so a lot of you have been here since the start, so we appreciate everybody that's taking the time to listen, whether it's your first episode or you've listened since the start. But I thanks everybody, and we will be back after the Ross County game. We are we reviewing a look towards the Kilmarnock game. You remember to check out the YouTube, we're putting more content up there, so just search for full thumbs on YouTube and you'll find us. But I cheers, we'll speak to you next week.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.